All right, everyone, thank you. It's uh, Thursday night, um, fresh off a cancellation rematch against Hometown. I got RBC uh, star midfielder, Abby Najanovich. Did I do that right? Yes. Um, people, uh, Google, Google, Google RBC soccer and look up her name and you'll understand why <laughs> she struggled a little bit. Uh, Abby, thank you for joining me. Um, I know, me. I know you're probably disappointed. You didn't get, you know, game got washed out, but hopefully you get it in tomorrow. Yeah. Um, first, you know, I like to ask, you know, all the players, um, what, uh, you know, you go to RBC, uh, Catholic schools don't have to follow the same rules as, you know, public schools. What, what are you doing at RBC as far as uh, COVID and, you know, virtual learning or are you in full time? Well, for right now, I am virtual, but I go back to school on Tuesday, which I'm looking forward to. But right now, for RBC, we have like a set schedule that starts around 8 and ends at 2.30. So it goes from periods 1 to 8, and each teacher has a Zoom or a Google Meet. So it's very like structured, which I like. Okay. Yeah, that's good. So, um, so do you find, you know, since it is so structured, do you find it easier to, to adapt to you doing virtual learning? Yeah, definitely. I like having like a structure and a set time for each class. I mean, I wish I was in the classroom learning like in person, but we adapt to like what's happening right now. Yeah, and that's good. You know, it's a good, uh, as I said, when I started doing the interviews at the start of COVID, it's good uh, that you, you kids are learning to adjust because, you know, college is going to be an adjustment. And uh, so it's good, but it's it's good that, you know, RBC, you know, most of the students I talk to, they want to be in the classroom too, you know, so, so that's good. Um, now, you know, we'll talk about soccer. Um, you play for, you know, top rank RBC, um, up and down week this past week. We'll get into that a little later. Um, but first, like, I like to get to know your background. How old were you when you started playing soccer? So I was around four years old when I started playing soccer. Oh, it was really my parents who got me into soccer. We would go to like a local park and just kick the ball around. And so they're the people that really like started my drive and my passion. And like I started off on like a town team. Okay. Um, your dad played soccer, right? When he, he was, you know, mm -hmm. I think he still does, right? In, in a... <laughs> yeah, in a men's league, he does. He <laughs> in college. How about your mother? Did she, she play? Yeah, she did play growing up uh, like until high school. Okay. So, I mean, it's a soccer, definitely soccer background. Yeah. Um, did you play any other sports when you were younger? I did play basketball through elementary, middle school, and now I still play basketball in high school. My dad did try to get me into tennis, but I wasn't really into it. And I used to play softball and gymnastics for a little, and, like, I did dance a little, but it really wasn't my sport. Like, I knew soccer was my passion, so that's my main sport. But that's good that you did try other other things to see if you would you would like them. Um, uh, you know, my sister has similar, you know, dance, and then you know she finally gave up with dance and just stuck with the, the soccer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, we'll talk briefly about basketball because yeah, um, you I do remember you did play. You know, you play for RBC, which is one of the top basketball schools too in the state. Um, do you have any siblings? Yes, I have a thirteen-year-old brother, Sean. Does he play any sports? Yeah, he's very active. He does basketball, soccer, baseball, and we always support each other. Like, I go to his game, and he comes to mine, and right now he's looking at high schools because he's in eighth grade. Okay. You think he's going to go to RBC or somewhere else? I don't know. I hope so. He's really, in, he's a really good goalie, so we'll okay. see what happens. 
I think RBC boys could use some help. <laughs> um, uh, I like to ask is, you know, you said, you, you know, your parents brought you to the field, you know, when you're younger and that's how you got, you know, started to fall in love with soccer. Um, what else, you know, how, what have your parents meant to you, you know, your development? Um, you know, cause we'll talk, I know you play academy soccer. We'll talk briefly about that, but you know, that takes a lot of time in itself, academy soccer. So, you know, what have your parents meant to you? My parents when playing mean everything to me. They're my biggest supporters. They want me to do well and they push me. Like when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, I don't feel like going today. But they push me to go every time. And they'd be at every game, even if it was the freezing rain or if it's three hours away. Like they would always be there to support me. And especially with the soccer background that both my parents have, their feedback really helped me like develop as a player. And my dad would always say, like, you know what I love watching or doing the most? And he'd always say, watching you play soccer. And I know, like, I wouldn't be half the player or even person I was today without them. Yeah, that's a plus. You know, I, you know, I hang out with your dad, you know, when I come watch RBC play. And, you know, he definitely understands the game, which is, you know, a plus that could help you. You know, if, you know, if you're having a bad day or, you know, even if you think, you know, sometimes players think they're having a bad day and they could be actually having a really good game. And, uh, you know, it's good to hear, you know, feedback to somebody that actually understands the sport. Um, who are, Can you give me, like, one role model, whether it's a soccer player or, you know, another athlete, you know, family family member? Who's, like, a role model that you look up to? Yeah, it would definitely be uh, Heather O'Reilly. So I was fortunate enough to meet her at a camp that I went to around 10 years old. She actually let me touch her gold medal, which is like pretty memorable. I have a picture of it. And she grew up in East Brunswick, which is where my mom grew up. And Heather O'Reilly is like a very accomplished and outstanding soccer player. And even in 2015, I went to the Women's World Cup in Canada. So with, um, with the Middletown soccer team, some of the girls like Katie Coyle or Megan Carragher, I went with them. And we went up there. It was an amazing experience. And I, she was on the roster, Heather O'Reilly. And we got to play some teams from around Canada. It was awesome. That's yeah. That's uh that that's great. You know, and you know, transition. You know, to the academy. You do. You know, you play for Cedar Stars, right? Yes. Okay. And you know, you travel all around. Um, when when did you start playing for uh, Cedar? Um, for Cedar Stars, I was around fourteen years old. I played for the Wildcats before that. I moved to the Wildcats around ten years old. And then I transferred to the Cedar Stars team. Now, I hear things, how amazing that Wildcats team was. Yeah. <laughs> who, who were some of the players that you played with on, on the Wildcats? Um, Ava Madoff was the goalkeeper. She was an awesome goalkeeper, and she still is. Uh, Mia Agresti, she plays for sure. Noelle Powells is on RBC right now. I still play with her. Uh, Olivia Carney was, is on Brick. So all the girls, we still all are best friends, and we play against each other. Yeah, I think it was Ava's dad that was telling me the players that were on that team, and I was like, that you know, that was a loaded, loaded yeah. team. Yeah, um, everything. Who who was the coach of that team? Um, it was Tom Napoli. He actually had a daughter on the team. Mm -hmm. she, uh, Tom Napoli was one of the most outstanding coaches, one of my favorite coaches. My but skills would not be they are today without him like he always pushed and he was a great coach and he's still a great friend like family friend 
that, you know, that's great, especially, you know, the coaches that stay in touch even, you know, when they're not coaching you anymore. And, you know, you said your foot skills, you know, that is something that definitely stands out when, you know, I see, see you play. Um, so, you know, hats off for him, you know, pushing that. Um, who are some other coaches you had maybe when you were even younger? Um, when I was younger, I had Martin Klinger. He was also part of the Wildcats. Mm -hmm. um, I still train with him sometimes here and there, but he really always saw me as a leader and pushed me to be my best. He's a great coach, and he would always give me great feedback. He would expect so much out of me. Um, also, Coach Mulligan uh, coached CBA boys. I train with him on the side sometimes, and he also has improved my touch and my footwork. He's a great coach and just a great person to talk to about soccer. Um, more people are my current coaches, Coach Andrew G. Lombardo and Greg Weibel. They're currently helping me through my college process and they're so motivating and always want to train. And, you know, that's also a plus when you have, you know, coaches that are going to help you, you know, you know, picking a, picking a college, you know, contacting them. That's, you know, stressful time for, you know, especially with what's going on out there now today, you know, with the COVID um, it's great that you got, you know, to help, you know, outside your family too, helping you with that. Yeah. Yeah. They want all their players to succeed. It's great. That's yeah. That's great. Um, you know, transitioning into high school, uh, you know, you're RBC. What made you, you know, your family pick, uh, you know, private school over a public school? Oh, first, it's more like the education aspect. Mm -hmm. I knew, like, I've talked to a lot of people and they said the education is great. I really heard nothing but good things about it and about the teachers. And I also heard they really prepare for college and even life after that. And then another aspect of it is the sports, the all like the teams, and it's really competitive. I just wanted to go to a top program where it would be competitive. And there's also kids from all over. So I just wanted to meet new people. And most of my best friends are from the school now. Yeah. And, you know, RBC definitely draws from, you know, I mean, you got mm -hmm. kids from Barnegat, you know, top, top, you know, they, they draw – and, uh, you know, which is, you know, tells you how, you know, competitive their sports program is and, you know, how good a school it is. Um, when you were entering high school, you know, you're going in your freshman year, what were some goals you set yourself that you wanted to achieve over your career, um, you know, playing soccer at RBC? So as a freshman, I knew going in there were really good upperclassmen, but I still had a top goal for myself. I wanted to be starting and playing and really actually making an impact on the field. Like, I wanted to work hard throughout the season and improve myself. And another goal I had was to make friendships on the team. I think going into high school, it's really important to try to get involved or be on a team because that creates so many memories and so many friendships. Um, you, know, you, you speak about making friendships. Um, who are some of the upperclassmen that kind of helped you or guided you or, you know, that you went to, you know, if you had a question or something? Yeah, uh, so my freshman year, it was some of our captains, like Caroline O'Connor, who started off at Virginia Tech and now plays for SMU, and Jules Raffanello, who plays at UMBC, Danielle Barino, who plays at Siena. Those were all great, even role models. But the top one would probably be Abby George. She plays lacrosse right now at Coastal Carolina, but she kind of took me under her wing. Like, she drove me to practice, and whenever I really needed anything, she'd be there for me. And last year we had Paige Theobald and Reagan Powells. Paige plays at St. Francis University and Reagan goes to Cornell and plays. 
Um, I grew up with both of them, so I had a really strong connection, and all of us just knew mm-hmm. each other, like, inside now, even on the field, and mm-hmm. I would go to them, and I had a close bond with them. It was great. And, it, you know, that's also an advantage when you know them, you know, prior to school, you know, going into school, which, you know, especially if you know them on the field, like you said, you played with Noel, you know, you, you could see that chemistry, you know, with you, with you yeah. two. Um, you know, going into your sophomore year, you know, your last, last season, um, what was something that you were looking, something you were looking to improve on, you know, from your freshman year? Um, something to improve on would be probably being more of like vocal and having more of an impact on the field. I wanted to, I was a freshman, so I probably like didn't do as much or I wasn't as talkative. So I wanted to be more held accountable for my actions and I wanted to do better. Um, you know, especially, you know, being a freshman coming into such a successful program too, you know, I could see, you know, not wanting to overstep, you know, cause you know, you got your leaders that have been there the four years. Um, now last year, you guys had a very successful season. Um, talk a, a little, you know, how it felt winning the short conference tournament, um, beating Tom's River North who had, they beat you the year before, right? In the short conference. Yes. All right. So, you know, you guys get the revenge and uh, how to feel, you know, winning the short conference title. Um, it was an awesome feeling. It was actually like a memory that I will never forget. Just the energy leading up to the game. And even before we were on the field, like after we warmed up a little, we had a dance party just to get hype and just to like, we felt all the energy between all the players. All of us were so ready for the game and we wanted to win, but more importantly, we wanted to win for each other. All of us had such a close bond. Um, another game I wanted to bring up, um, the game before that, um, Middletown South, which was actually the only time I got to see RBC play. You guys lost to them or tied them earlier in the year, right? I think you lost in overtime earlier in the year. So you guys were able to, re- you know, revenge Revenge that game, especially in the Shore Conference tournament, you know, it doesn't get much bigger than that. Um, what was, like, the game plan or, you know, what did Coach Lawrence, you know, say to you girls, you know, before going into that that game? You know, he, we really prepared for that game. We were so excited. We wanted to come out and get revenge for what happened during the season because we thought we shouldn't have lost that game. But – and we did. We came out prepared, ready, had a lot of energy. And he told us to play like it was our last game because it could have been yeah. if we lost. Yeah, I mean, that's a good mindset. You know, um, uh, I thought you guys, you know, you guys pretty much dominated, uh, you know, the possession game. Um, Morgan had both goals, right? I think Morgan had both goals. I think. Um, the last game, you, you guys had a nice run in states. You end up losing to Pingree, who's always a state powerhouse. Can you talk a little bit about that Pingree game? Yes. Um, so it was a tough game for us. We went to their field, and they had a student section that was enormous. So I think that kind of played a little into it. And I think overall, we just weren't playing together, and it the outcome showed. It was a hard loss on all of us, so... I mean, if we ever have a chance to play them again while I'm there, like, we'll definitely be ready and come out more on our toes. Yeah. Um, you know, transition off that statement to this year, you know, disapp- you know, don't know what the postseason. I heard the groups came out, but, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know who's in what group. Um, if you guys would be in the Pingree group again or they kind of broke them down a little more. Um, but I just – going into, you know, your junior, your junior this year, what is um, – what were some goals you set for, you know, for yourself um, going into this season? 
Um, my main goal was probably being a leader and being a leader can mean showing by example, but I wanted to work on being more vocal. And that goes with like encouraging my teammates and giving them feedback, even saying like man on or turn. Mm -hmm. And I also wanted to improve my confidence. I think that's a huge aspect of the game because if you improve your confidence, then I think you'll improve your game overall. And coming into the season, I said to myself, I was like, I don't want to feel the way I felt after the Pinkery game again. And so I really want to improve my attacking towards the goal. I want to work with the midfield overall and obviously like my quickness and my foot skills. Um, what, what are goals that, you know, the team set? I mean, it's tough this year because, you know, no short tournament and um, we don't know what states or, you know, regionals or whatever they're calling it, sectionals this year. Uh, what was the entering the season when, when, when uh, you guys found out the season was going to be a go? What were some goals the team set? Um, um, well, we really want to be division champs. And going into the season, I mean, we didn't really know short conference if it was going to be a thing or not. So we wanted to win it again. But unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be a thing. But we're definitely going to come into stage prepared and ready. And we really want to work hard to achieve and win states. Um, you know, Coach, Coach Lawrence, um, he, he doesn't shy away from competition, which, you know, you know, you, always, you know, you play basketball at RBC, you know, you know, every, the top teams in basketball, they always want to play the top teams in the state. That's how you get ready for states. And you could just tell by, you know, you guys had a little rough start to the season with your first four division games being postponed or canceled because of COVID. And, you know, he scheduled, he found the best teams in the state to fill, you know, fill in those gaps. Um, uh, what do you think, you know, that mindset of playing the best in the state? You know, you guys had two big wins last week against Bridgewater, Raritan, and DePaul, um, you know, both ranked in the state. So how do you, you know, feel, you know, being at RBC, getting the opportunity to play in the best teams too in the area? Yeah, I thought that was a great decision by Coach Lawrence. It really, beating them, it really boosted our confidence. And it it honestly showed us what we need to work on and what we did well. I mean, there were points during the game where all of us, like, were getting a little frustrated, but ultimately we pulled it out and we worked it out together as a team. Yeah, the, I, I didn't see the DePaul game, but the Bridgewater game, up until, like, the last 10 minutes, you guys, you know, just complete dominated the possession. You had a bunch of shots. It just wasn't going in until um, what's, Audrey scored, right, I think, that game? Yeah, Aubrey. Aubrey. Um, so, um, um Talk about, you know, how is, it, how is it playing for Coach Lawrence? You know, he has the college background. He was very successful at Brookdale. How is it playing for Coach Lawrence? Yeah, I think he's a great coach. He's obviously very successful, and I think he cares about all of his players. He wants all of us to succeed, and he really prepares us for college and if we want to play at that level in the future. And I think he honestly has a really tough job because RBC gets a lot of talent mm -hmm. and he needs to find the right combination of players to play each game. Yes. When I had him on beginning of the season, you know, to preview the team, he said, you know, I think 20 incoming freshmen and he said a lot of them could start. That's, you know, that's how talented the class is. And, you know, you, you know, there's what, seven seniors for, for juniors and, you know, you got mm -hmm. a sophomore heavy class too. Um, that's be hard where, you know, all of them could play, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, when you go to RBC. So I, I agree. Tough job trying to balance it out and, you know, find the right combination. Um, 
So uh, I'll bring it up briefly. Um, the Holmdel game, you know, you guys, you know, I was talking to a reporter and, you know, he said, you know, maybe you guys had a tough week going into that, you know, playing DePaul, playing Bridgewater. Um, you think that tomorrow, if the game happens, the team, team going to be ready? I definitely think so. I think we learned our lesson from last game. I give Homedale a lot of credit. They came out prepared, intense. They had a lot of energy and we just didn't have that. We came out flat. So I think tomorrow we're going to come out a to totally different and I think it's going to be a really good game. Yeah. And, you know, Homedale very well coached too. You know, he, he's, he's had so much success on the boys side and, you know, he's bringing that success over to the girls side. So, you know, hopefully that gets in. Um, yeah, let me, uh, I want to talk a couple, couple teammates, um, you know, one of your classmates, Morgan, uh, what does she mean, you know, to the team? You know, she, last year, she was such a dynamic scorer. Um, you know, what does she bring, you know, to RBC? Yeah. So Morgan is one of my best friends off the field. But on the field, she's a great player. She's a great teammate. She's always encouraging us. And even during the game, she'll tell us what we need to do and how we can get to the ball or what we can do better, which is really great because it, it can improve the game. And she's so dynamic. She'll do a move and then she'll go right to goal. And I think she's an awesome player to play with. And she could also, you know, if she wants to shoot it from 30 yards out, she could just, you know, exactly. you, think, you think she's going go to go to the goal and she just blasts it from 30 yards out. Another player, you know, she stood out at the Bridgewater game, uh, you know, Aubrey, um, you know, senior was on my all shore first team as a defender last year, this year, you know, the game I was at, you know, she was playing more up, you know, upfield um, talk about her and, you know, how um, she could be used all over the field. Yeah, Aubrey's a very versatile player. She, we've been starting her in the back, and then she'll move up, and then she'll score. She's been great on the field, making runs and being vocal on the field. Um, you know, you talked about your relationship with Noel. Um, you, I saw, you know, the Bridgewater game, you saw the chemistry with you two. Talk about, you know, you're in your, um, the chemistry you two have on the field together. Yeah, Noelle and I have grown up together and we've played each other, played with each other forever. So I think that connection really helps on the field because we know exactly where each other's going to pass the ball or when we're going to step. So I think during the game, we can talk to each other and help each other and we just read each other so well. That's, you know, that's great. And, you know, like I said, I saw that, you know, when, when you two played. Um, we'll switch, we're going to switch over real quick to basketball. We'll just talk briefly about basketball. Um, Play at RBC, um, such a talented program. Um, what are the expectations? You know, it's you know it's going to be similar to the soccer season. It looks like no short conference. You're going to play in division, but RBC, you know, they're in the toughest. You know, they play St. Rose, Rumson, Homedale. Um, uh, talk. You know, what do you think the expectations are going to be for basketball? Yeah, it's going to be a hard year. I mean, it's going to be a little different because of COVID, but all we have to do is adapt. But I love playing basketball, even like the camaraderie, and I love the girls. And they're always great teammates to, especially me. They always encourage me. And Coach Montano is a great coach. He wants his players to be successful on and off the court. And he's always pushing us, and he'll always motivate us. Yeah, and he has the track record, you know, kids going to college and, you know, being successful. Mm -hmm. Um you know, the senior leader, you know, Sophia Sabino, um, how, um, you know, she just seems like a great teammate. Has she helped you, you know, your first yeah. two seasons? 
Yeah, de- when I first came in, I didn't really know anyone on the basketball mm-hmm. team, and she definitely opened up and helped me. She was so kind, and whenever they would have a pasta party or something, they she would always invite me and always like make me feel welcomed on the team. Yeah, pasta party, that's a touchy subject in a certain town. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, uh, get ready to wrap up. I want to talk, uh, you know, the future um, – Non-sports related, what are, what are some things you're looking at, you know, you know, for a college that you want, you know, whether it's location, size, you know, what, what are some things you're looking at for colleges? So I'm very open to a lot of things and I'm having a little trouble narrowing everything down, but I'm trying to think to myself, if I say, if I get injured, will I still love the school I go to? So I'm trying to look at it that way. So I'm trying to narrow everything down and do the best I can, but I ultimately want to play soccer in college and play at a top program. That, uh, I like to what you said, you know, what happens if I get injured, you know, you know, that's, that's, a, you know, a lot of kids don't think that, but you know, it's, it's good because, you know, you, you have to think about your future, you know, after soccer. Um, do you know what you would like to study yet in college or, I mean, don't, if you don't, don't worry, but you know, kids change their mind a million times. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure what I want to do, but I think I want to stay in the sports industry, whether it's like business or physical therapy or anything else sports related how about when you were little what was your dream job uh definitely a professional soccer player <laughs> I think most people most like little girls they want to be a professional soccer player I always think about being on the national team and winning a world cup so yeah that's I would agree with that you know every every, every kid's dream <laughs> um last question what I like to ask this what advice would you give your younger self could be anything. It could be sports-related, school-related, anything. Um, some advice I would give is to really enjoy what you're doing. If you don't love what you're doing, then really, why are you doing it? Like, and for anyone playing, you should have a passion for it and be dedicated. And think every time you step on the field, that could be your last time. So you, you should always play with that mentality and motivation. And always work hard, even when no one is watching. Because when no one's watching that's when you separate yourselves from others. That's, that's great advice, especially, you know, with COVID, the beginning, you know, everybody, you were forced to work by yourself, you know, and that's when you, you can find that, you know, you find a lot, a lot about yourself, where, you know, you got the, the passion, you know, to do it on your own, uh, which, which is great. Um, and uh, yeah, I appreciate you joining me and uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, well. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yes, and, uh, you know, hopefully tomorrow the game gets in. Yes, definitely. So, and uh, I look forward to it. You know, I have to see Homedale, you know. I don't know mm-hmm. if they were mad I didn't put them number one, but I, I got to get my mm-hmm. eyes on them, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but thank you for joining me, and uh, good luck tomorrow. Thank you so much. Well,